0: Hi, I'm Spencer
1: and I'm Blake and, and you're, you're about, about to get, get jumped. jumped Welcome to a special episode of Blake and Spencer get jumped a weekly podcast where we watch the anime
0: so you don't have to But you should still totally watch the anime
1: This week on get jumped we're partnering with the what's awesome podcast to watch the bleach live-action film
0: Yeah, it's a movie about Ochigo and uh, Rakia and Um, And it's about how they go to school um, to become Grim Reapers uh, so that they can become sparkly vampires and pick up chicks in Washington uh,
1: State, right? No, I'm very mad right now, no. Let's jump in.
0: Oh my god. Okay, cool. Um, So, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started here. Uh, so, uh, we do have a guest on today for this very special, weird episode. We're a com- a covering something that is anime-adjacent. Um, if you can go ahead and introduce yourself as our guest host today.
2: Yes, well, this is Batman Live 2002. I'm over from the What's Awesome Anime Review Podcast. And I'm joined up today to talk about the live-action Ble- uh, Bleach episode. Oh, I should oh, say Bleach, movie. Bleach <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's, it should have been just an episode. <laughs> uh, can you yeah. just really
1: quickly for our listeners spell your podcast's name and then tell us a little bit about your content?
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's W-A-S-A-S-U-M. What's awesome? And pretty much what I do is I do anime reviews. I do really just stupid guides like how to pick up anime girls who love... Who love, uh, who love anime? Or I should say boss players guide to picking up honeys who love anime <laughs> and other things like that. So I do a lot of stupid lists and guides and stuff, a lot of anime reviews, and I've been reviewing for years. So I have a huge just backlog of reviews that I have content for, for I'd say the next two years or so I have content. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's, but, uh, oh, man. yeah. Oh, man
0: cool so um we uh we chatted a little bit beforehand and one one of the things that we went over was like uh we wanted to keep up to date with some of the newer stuff that's going on in the the anime world so you had chatted a little bit about like uh, uh naruto coverage we are already covering naruto so we kind of diverged from that but then we were like well what about doing something that just came out and you were like what about the bleached movie and i was yeah. like Do I have to watch it? (laughs) No way!
1: I was super excited about this.
2: Well, okay. Well, this movie got a lot of press. Okay, there's a lot of people who talk about this movie, and there are a lot of good things. It's like, oh, this movie actually didn't suck. I'm like, okay, that's good enough for me. So so
0: the bar was not high.
1: (laughs) Well, it's like you know, I okay. So I have two two kind of starter questions uh, about this movie and one of them is how familiar are you with live action anime adaptation and for my part i don't think i've ever watched a live action anime adaptation before today
2: really yeah i didn't even see the
1: scarlett johansson ghost in the shell Uh, there may be some some other american film that was based on an anime uh, that i'm not thinking of but as far as i know i haven't watched a live action adaptation ever
2: Wow, yeah, you are not missing out because there have been so <laughs> many failures. You know, you know why this movie. You know why people actually say that this movie is good, and like we'll get into whether it's good or not. But people say it's good because they're basing it, basing it off of all the crap that has come before this, <laughs> and compared to all that crap, this is a gold standard.
0: You're so. telling me that the Dragon Ball movie that was made in America... <laughs> Wait, oh, I have that.
1: seen that. <laughs> Oh,
2: uh, no. Hey, hey, hey here's, here's a quick story. My brother I used to work at Hollywood Video before they got shut down. And my brother's like, hey, he's like, hey, man, this movie is awesome. Like, I was like, I, I work at Hollywood Video. Everyone tells me so." He's like, no, nah, just watch it. You just gotta wait because Vegeta's gonna show up. It's gonna get really good. I literally sat there for the whole movie waiting for freaking Vegeta to show up. And it's like, oh. Oh. A- he just told me it was good because that's he suffered fucking, through it. That's a fucking sick
0: suffer. burn right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah geez, that I, is. He's I'm, dark. Yeah, that's oh like yeah, a man. that's like yeah, a M night that sh- that's like a M night Shyamalan levels of twist there. <laughs>
2: yeah, that that was a straight bullcrap. I've been waiting to get him back, and you know I wanted to go take him to see the new Broly movie, and he thought I was getting the back Guys, I was telling how good <laughs> it was. He's like, oh wait a minute, you're just trying to get revenge. This movie sucks, huh? I was like, all right, fine, stay on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, take him uh, to
0: take him to go see, you know, the Avatar movie and be like, look, it's good, I swear. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: man. that was one cool fight scene in that movie, but besides that, yeah, that was straight garbage. Yeah. That was yeah. Bad. The
0: first time that they were like Ong, I was like, checked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Like, why did they gotta Why did they uh, intentionally mispronounce the names and some of the other crap and, like, Ying and Yong? What the heck is Ying and (laughs) Yong?
1: I think they were trying to differentiate themselves from the source material. I believe I have read or watched some coverage of the creation of that film and that that was, like, their explicit thing. But Avatar is just a word. It's It's not a weird name that they made up for the show, like Aang and Katara. Like... It has a specific pronunciation in our language, and they yes. did not use it.
0: It's yes. infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Gosh. well, well, we are talking about um, we are talking about the the Bleach live action movie, which uh, coming into it, I I was really really expecting it. Like I had very low expectations, so I was like pleasantly not you know pissed off by it the whole time um <laughs> what's but uh I, do you do you have a little bit of our backstory on it blake
1: well i first i want to before we go into it i wanted to just ask like how familiar everybody is with the bleach series that this is based off of
2: i, I watched the whole thing i didn't i didn't read the manga but i, I watched it from beginning to end okay so you got
1: through like bounce and all the filler shit too
2: yeah. Oh yeah, all that crap, man. all that crap. And, uh, <laughs> you mean and spirit
1: vampires? <laughs> what's your What's your general opinion on the series?
2: Well, see, my general opinion on Bleach just what I think about the same as what I think about on Naruto. It's it's grand, it's great, has great character development, and that is the strongest aspect is the character development. But because of all the filler, you just get so tired of everything. I mean, it just it kind of keeps dragging on and on, and then you finally get to the good stuff, and then you go back to the filler again. But overall, I did enjoy it. It's set for obviously, you know, just oversaturation of filler. It's just, it's just too much.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Spencer, do you want to go next on this one?
0: Um, you know my explain my my whole thing with bleach. So we're pretty I, similar. I started on this watching. Too. Yeah, so I started watching Bleach. Um, uh, you know, back in high school. Um, I got into it after the second season was in the middle of it. Um, and then I would wait until the season was completely over which with and then binge it all probably a single night each time. Um, it was, it was my go-to show for a long time and every time in between the seasons I would catch up on the manga. So I know all about the manga, which is by far a better product If you're looking for, uh, you know, something to watch as an anime, this show has about, it has about three really good seasons, and then some really terrible ones, and then a very last season, which is just, like, uh, it's not good. Um, Yeah, that was
1: straight (laughs) crap. It also does not make it to the end of the series in the manga, which is actually fairly common, for anime adaptations but is a disappointment because it gets right the fuck up to it
0: it does everything about the last arc which is a long arc but it doesn't get there so so if you're if you're playing along at home and you wanted to know what you missed uh in the anime adaptation um after they got to the end of the show um there is another arc that is um called the quincy arc um Mm. and it covers all about what what happens with the fallout of the quincy's after um it's all after the eyes and stuff. Uh, so if if you want to pick it up, it's all good. All of the manga zero filler. It's 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 great. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Um, I I also watched Bleach. I watched most of it. I don't think I finished the anime series, and I did watch a a pretty decent amount of the filler stuff. Um, way back in the day, I was always a little more into Naruto, but I kind of slowly over time decided that Bleach had cooler fights. And from my perspective, I thought Naruto was more of the storytelling anime or manga series. And I thought that Bleach was more of the cool shit and good fights uh, series. And I really enjoyed that. Um, And then my opinion sort of slowly dwindled on it over time after I stopped paying attention to it. Um, I have never finished the manga, so I don't actually know what happens Um, I made it like halfway through the Quincy arc before I stopped reading manga actively. And uh, I have um, recently watched the first few episodes, and I am in volume 15 of the manga, which uh, if you guys are following along at home, we've talked several times about a uh, blog that you can access. So you can go to our website. That blog is going to start showing up there. And, uh, if you guys want to follow along with my reading of the manga, that's going to start happening very, very soon. And, uh, yeah. so I'm pretty fresh with the story recently from the perspective of the manga.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, to pick up, uh, the, the live action movie, Um, it came out in, uh, 2018, so just recently. Um, it was released, uh, July 20th in 2018, um, and it premiered in America just eight days later, which is, if you follow along with, like, anime movies that uh, are, you know, coming out in Japan, there's usually a much longer wait for it. Um, but Netflix, uh, signed a, a deal with, uh, the Japanese company to release, basically simulcast release them, um a week later, later only because they wanted to make it at least one weekend of a box office before it released on next Netflix. Um, so that, that's when it came out. Um, and, uh, I think that the biggest reason that this movie wasn't complete like garbage and they didn't change his stuff was only because Kupo came on and was like, look, if you're going to do this, I have to sign off on shit. um, and he signed off on all of the scripts before they went to like uh, the actors. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it really did stay true to, to the anime to the manga. Yeah. yeah. Almost to a T. Uh, I think the only thing that we didn't get... um, What was it? Didn't they... It was the story with the Grand Fisher, you know, the, the hollow that killed yeah. Ichigo's mom. Yeah. Was that... Completely, did that stay true to the original story? I, uh, I don't recall they, if that. They, they actually 100%.
1: changed minor things by mixing multiple stories together to run concurrently yeah. instead of yeah separately. Um, so the Grand Fisher storyline is fairly similar. I mean, so the the thing about this movie is that it's going to cover many, but not all of the major beats of the first arc of the show. Yeah. It's going to leave out mm-hmm. some big moments that I was surprised they didn't do and some important things that they would need if they were to continue the series. Um yeah. but n- nothing that you can't cover in arrears or make up for by just writing it as something that happens later. Um I I think it's a pretty good adaptation, but it is lightning fast. It covers a lot of things really quickly it shuffles things around in a way that f- for the most part makes sense and feels good but while i was watching it i was like if i didn't have a familiarity with the series i don't know that i would know what was going on
2: yes yes i, I agree 100 percent with that 100 yeah.
0: i sort of wondered um like i i don't know how much it works as a standalone film so it's it's one of the things that's really interesting about the way that Bleach is originally like uh, originally released in manga form is that um each one of each each one of the different parts keeps you reading on because he leaves you in the middle of like a a, a the middle of a cliffhanger at the end of every chapter. If you go back the way that he writes it Some chapters end with somebody being at the edge of a sword. Some uh, chapters end with uh, somebody just like that character might have just been killed off. So it has like almost like a soap opera aspect to it, which makes me wonder. Like, you know, they sort of they sort of you know whitewash that at the end of this movie. I am so confused by the ending of this, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's interesting.
2: There are certain, yeah, there are certain. like, because it's a movie, there are time constraints that you have to take into consideration. So, you can't really be as dramatic as you want it to be. And of course, it went lightning fast because you only got like an hour and 30 minutes or however long, you know, this is going to be. And they want to tell the whole story. But I felt they did a great job with the time constraints that they had. Yeah. I, I, yeah I'm, I'm sure. going to
1: double down on saying if you're not familiar with Bleach, I thought yeah. okay yeah. on the one hand maybe this is going to be confusing on the other hand this might be a really good primer to the series and I just don't know which
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right so let's just kick it off at the start of the movie. So um we we open the movie with watching uh Ichigo's backstory. Um mm-hmm. uh the it's it's is it the first or the second thing that happens? Doesn't it's, it like it opens up on the backstory first?
1: before so, opening credits.
2: Yeah, that that was the first. Yeah, that was the first thing. Yeah,
1: and this is actually, in the series, this is going to be a flashback in the Grand Fisher section, which is like 40 or more chapters in. um, And is what's going to end up being the culmination of this film, or at least the first climax of the film. And uh, Uh, yeah, so it was an interesting choice to open it up on this.
0: Yeah, it, it also I, I think one of my favorite things about the way that they opened it was they they didn't they didn't short sell you on like child actors of it. You know, you you didn't have to watch a child actor just be terrible on screen the whole time yeah. throughout most of the movie, too. They didn't do that. But when they cut over to um, the show itself, the first thing that they show is the actual first sequence in the manga, in the anime and in the movie is that fucking fight scene that uh Ichigo is just kicking the ass of these kids that yeah. knocked over a little vase. Yeah, and Yeah.
1: I think that the interpersonal fight scenes in this film are pretty dope.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: a kinetic energy to them and they they don't cut, I don't think, quite as much as a lot of American films. It's not mm. it's it's a little special effects heavy, so it's not gonna linger on things as long as a lot of uh a lot of martial arts films but it definitely has that inspiration coming into it so you see quick movements being made and hits connecting yeah. before a cut happens yeah and yeah I really appreciate it I
0: wonder I wonder also one of the one of the things that that got me um I, I I decided after watching the movie I was gonna go back and I was gonna watch like the first couple of episodes of the bleach anime uh so that I could uh, compare them and contrast them like right next to each other and i had forgotten how fucking funny that first episode of the anime is where like he's a- he asks them questions these punks that knocked over this like little vase that was for this dead kid that died there and his ghost is still haunting it um yeah like haunting a base that's what happens in bleach um yeah. <laughs> but uh, um Like, he asks them a question, and he's like, do you know what you did? And the guy answers him truthfully, and then he kicks the guy in the face, and then he asks the other guy another question, and then he punches those guys, and I'm like, stop answering him! (laughs) 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 But,
2: but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna say this, though, is I really appreciated how accurate this was, for the most part, to the anime. Mm. And with that opening scene where he's, you know, beating up these dudes, I'm like, oh, yeah that did happen didn't it so it, so they kept these little you know minute things and there were other things you know we'll talk about later on that they really just paid you know this it's when you watch as many bad live adaptations as i have you learn to appreciate these little things. And there were yeah. a lot of little things to appreciate about this movie for sure. Yeah, and it, yeah. it's also oh. shot
1: pretty well and acted pretty well. I mean, it's not going like, to yeah. break yeah. the bank on winning awards or anything like that, but it looks good. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> yeah i think i think one of my criticisms going into this part of it and this is going to give you kind of a feel for uh the rest of the the rest of the movie and how i felt about it too is that um i i got a little bit caught up on like the prettiness of everybody did you have like moments while watching it where you were just like you didn't have to cut to their face so i could see a smolder shot for like the 20th time of, like <laughs> Ichigo making like pouty lips. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, dude,
2: dude. I was gonna talk about. I didn't call it pouty lips. I called it his dump face. Like he was taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> he, he makes that face so often. <laughs> yeah. But uh I I didn't I didn't really think about too much about, you know, the the shots on their face or anything, but that is something that came to mind. It's like oh there goes his dumb face again.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's also gonna be parts in this movie where you could legitimately play Team America's Team America World Police's uh they made a montage part. Yeah, of there's the video several where montages. it's just like Yeah. 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 Where he's yeah. like training with the bat and I was just yes. like you know, they got him a montage. <laughs> yes. They, they,
2: they. How many montages does this movie have? Like three like, or four of them? At
1: least three. It's kind probably of, yeah, it's at, least, at least three. They, they have a yeah. montage. They have training montages so... They have enough of them that they're able to show a progression from one montage yes. to the
2: next. <laughs> <laughs> You know how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like instead of using montages to pass the time, which they do use, they use yeah. multiple montages to show like progression instead of a single one, which is usually the montage's uh, purveyance. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's like, like we're, we're going to defeat the Grand Fisher by training with this baseball bat to break some glass <laughs> or whatever the heck they were breaking. <laughs> oh,
0: he's got that spirit wind, y'all. Oh yes, yes.
2: <laughs> you know, you knew he was ready when he broke all those glass bottles of his spirit wind. He's ready to take on a giant hollow. When he's ready to break some glass, all right, yeah. All right.
0: So, so we start out the we start out the 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 sh- um the movie, um, and it started out in a in a kind of different way than you would expect. Um, the biggest part is that rukia is going to be seen for the first time fighting against uh fishbone which is gonna be the first hollow that you see inside of the manga inside of the anime and inside of the movie um instead of ichigo just kind of like wandering up on it uh or he it it breaking into his house and pulling his sisters out of the house um mm. it's it's going to first appear fighting its rukia and ichigo is going to just stumble upon it or happen upon it? what are you talking about it literally breaks into his house oh well i forgot about that part (laughs) (laughs) no
2: the
1: the first part of the story it
0: blew
2: up the yeah the first part of the story
1: is nearly a shot for shot remake of the first episode it's really close it skips some of the comedy at the beginning where there his dad is like zany his dad is not over the top in this and, uh, his
0: dad is not funny. Yeah, his dad <laughs> is
1: really serious, which is not true to his character at all. Um, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, you, if you want to read about how it is in the manga, I, I have written a lot about his dad, and that's going to be up. I am not a fan of this kind of anime comedy, and I appreciated them not trying to recreate it on screen, but at the same time, the, the whole thing with Ichiko's dad is that he beats Ichigo up constantly and without warning. Yeah. And yeah. it really reads as child abuse in this film that everybody just ignores. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just like everybody appears just and starts fine with smacking
1: that. his kid around, and you're like, what the fuck is going on?
2: <laughs> hey, but this is just something you have to overlook when it's in actual anime form, okay? When it's actually adapted... As an anime, this is something you overlook. Yeah, well, you
1: know, it, yeah. to be fair, in the anime, it's always exaggerated animation. They have zany music playing. You know, they're making and like, our
2: word gets all yeah
1: unbelievable. Luchador yeah. leaps at each other, and Ichigo always ends up with the upper hand and finishes things off by telling his dad that he's an idiot. And in this movie, yeah. it yeah. does not happen. He just beats up on Ichigo, and then this <laughs> they just stop. I I don't remember if Ichigo fights back, but I was like, Jesus Christ
2: and you know it's really jacked up when you know how powerful his dad really is he lets a lot of crap happen doesn't he he
1: does i have you know again i'm rereading the series and uh this is i guess a major spoiler if you're not familiar with the series so tune out for 30 seconds but yeah Ichigo- oh, sorry spoiler
2: alert his dad is
1: actually a super powerful soul reaper and there's a yes. lot of shit that goes down that he ignores fully, and it really calls oh into question crap. his personal
0: morality. It yeah. also, it also, like, it, how insane is it that it's just like, your daughter was just taken by a low-level Hollow, yes. and you didn't do anything? Like, are you yes. fucking kidding me? It's just, oh it, it makes you have a moment where you're just like, wait a minute. It, did they just retcon his dad they to have a past?
1: absolutely did. Uh, there is <laughs> yeah. there is no yeah. inkling <laughs> of him having anything else going on except in one part. And it's really yeah. brief and totally could be something else. But otherwise, yeah. he's completely oblivious. And ev- like oh, yeah. the worst part is, if they actually planned this out... It's way worse, because, like, Ichigo almost dies <laughs> yeah. a lot, in addition yeah. to his <laughs> sisters.
0: Yeah. And then, like, it, it sort of makes you wonder if, like, Khan in the series is just secretly inside of his his dad's body, who is just kind of like a, you know, like a placeholder while his dad is gone and, like fuck off to do things that a spirit reaper would yeah that would actually like, have
1: been a really good retcon <laughs> that's not the case yeah because
0: like th- think about it like khan and ichigo are always beating up on each other all the time in the series yeah that's gotta be what it was ah. i'm ret i'm retconning it now there we go <laughs> hey man that that's a good fan theory right there. yeah <laughs> super super retcon yeah. send me my no prize <laughs> yeah but other- otherwise
2: it's dead That's extreme negligence, I I gotta say. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for real. (laughs) Holy crap, man. I mean, when when for Another spoiler alert for anyone listening, but when Eisen shows up, his dad flicks his finger at Eisen, and Eisen goes flying. Not to say that he jacked Eisen up or anything, but he was powerful enough where he could flick his finger and send the most powerful (laughs) freaking whatever he was
0: flying I mean, so. I guess that what what was he? Uh, uh, we're getting too spoilery here. Anyways, yeah, yeah we so are. Let's, let's get back to the movie, which covers the first arc. Like show this. notes, so people can skip. It's <laughs> like, oh, anyways, <laughs> so so um so what happens inside of the movie is basically what happens inside of the anime. Um, uh, Rukia is going to get uh taken down by Fishbone. Like uh, the thing that gets me the most about it is that I I don't feel like. I don't feel like Ichigo, um, really has enough time to, um, I don't know. I I think he doesn't get beat up enough. Um, <laughs> in, like at the start of this, I
1: feel this. I so in the anime and in the manga, it's very clear that he is putting himself in harm's way, and that Rukia yes. has to jump in or he would die. Yeah, in this, it's not. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it feels like it feels like all of a sudden Rukia is just being bitten by Fishbone for no reason. Yeah, and it it, just—it makes it
1: look more like she gets hit in battle rather than she sacrifices herself in battle.
0: Yeah, yeah. so
2: that that changes the context of that scene, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, I guess it really takes away the impact of him actually getting her powers.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, because. That, and- <clears throat> Yeah, go ahead, I, go ahead. I sort of, I sort of don't like the way that they change the way that the Hollows um, take out people as well. Some of like the horror aspect of the show, especially to begin with, is how horrifying the Hollows actually are. Because yes. it's not just that they're absorbing your souls; like they're a giant. Um, what are the fuck are the things called from Harry Potter? Like a giant, oh, oh de- um, dementors. A giant oh. dementor. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Instead of being a giant Dementor and sucking out your soul, inside of the manga and the anime, they eat your flesh and yeah. then absorb your soul afterwards. It's yeah. like, it's horrifying. And the they don't really get into, like, the hollows are monsters inside of this. This is one of the things that a soul can be. But it's like, the hollows are people that have lost a part of their soul. Before they died. So when they die. Their soul like turns into this horrifying monster. And has to eat people for eternity. To try to fill the void. That was left from their life before. Like. yeah, this That's is, so sad. This is another <laughs>
1: thing that they brush past really quickly. They make a almost throwaway line. About how hollows are basically spirits that had unfinished business and it's a lot more complicated than that in the main series
0: yeah but that's a yeah.
1: reasonably decent summary of it if you need to just say it in a single line
2: yeah, yeah. And, and it goes back to the time constraints of the movie itself because the movie wasn't all about you know hunting hollows it, it was about yeah well it, it that was one part of it but you only have so much time to focus on specific things so there's like okay let's let's actually do it that way let's explain hollows as that and in fact. Didn't they have hollows like when they attack people? Wasn't like, uh, oh, there was an explosion. Because yeah. when hollows attack yeah. people, there's just explosions of air, and then all of a sudden there's pieces or whatever. The person's missing. Like, they, the play, with or something.
1: <laughs> they play with that a little bit at the end when Ichigo's yeah. fighting Grand Fisher because yeah. uh they they're sort of wrapping things up. You see this in the first episode and first chapter of the manga. Where Mm -hmm. there are like mysterious footprints and and buildings breaking and stuff as the hollow makes its way through town, and they Uh don't do that in the movie, and they instead push that into the fight with Grand Fisher, which in the manga series happens all in a single location. But in this series, they are transported inexplicably to the middle of town so that they can break some
0: shit. Yeah, like, I, I how did they that get too? to the middle of town? I
1: don't know. I, I don't remember. I,
0: <laughs> it so I it looks like, after, like Grant
1: Fisher wraps Ichigo up and then jumps
2: because. <laughs> oh, of course, he did the the Hulk jump, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, they were in yeah. like the straight up forest, and then in the city. And unless you're building your city adjacent to a forest, it's well, it seems a little bit nah. Then they have the travel to get.
2: Then they have the travel to get to the forest. It, it was like it was the mom's uh, grave or whatever. And yeah. I thought that was like out of the way, like in the in the anime. I thought they had the travel to get there. <laughs> so yeah.
0: yeah. I also I also had a couple of moments where they were uh the hollows were like sucking up people's souls like in quotation mark and I thought they were about to fucking zero some people and I was like what That's what <laughs> I thought they were doing. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't remember any of this soul sucking that you're talking about, yeah, but uh, I remember a zero happening. Yeah,
0: I was watching um I was watching uh another review on it after I had watched the movie and one of the things they were talking about was a back and forth argument uh between um, the, the censors of people that are releasing movies with like a, like a PG 13 or whatever the equivalent is in Japan. And one mm-hmm. of the things that you can't do is you can't show a gratuitous amount of blood or open wounds. And so oh, that's one of the reasons they changed it over to sucking out someone's soul instead of like ripping off their flesh. And you can really see that, especially when Ichigo is getting into a fight, he gets a cut that is, should be so deep that it like rips open his his body, and instead it just looks like a painted on red, like you know, line on his face where it should yeah, be cut in half.
1: The ending oh. battle, he is like cut all to hell, and oh, there's man. like no blood except in one shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have Japanese censors, it. bro.
2: That, that's, I have something to say about that. That is another attention to detail to the anime that they kept in this movie. How does Ichigo get stabbed fifty times? Oh, I'm just going to get up and hold my side. No, you just got stabbed in the gut. You just yeah. got stabbed in the, and that is. I've always had that gripe of uh, <laughs> that's something you see in a lot of freaking a lot of anime, but that is something that Bleach abuses so badly and and they brought that over to this movie (laughs) he got stabbed and cut and thrown and blown up he got blown up by Renji, and he still just gets up (laughs) Renji threw a goddamn
0: car at him
2: (laughs) jeez
0: man the
1: uh the abuse of that is something like uh, definitely in my reread i am like how often do you just like hand wave the injuries that you give him It's very, like, uh, if you listen to our coverage of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we talk a lot about how uh, things are hand-waved after being set up to be serious or important, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of that with Ichigo's character specifically. He gets stabbed all the time. Yes. And he, he, a lot of his fights, especially, I'm in the middle of the arc right now where he's basically going from one captain to the next and fighting them, and... He gets knocked down constantly. He gets like basically mortally wounded like three or four times during the fight, and then overpowers it basically through willpower.
0: All right, yes. look, Blake. What you're missing here is that he has a pocket full of senzu beans. Oh, and, I was going to say that. Every I was time, say that.
2: <laughs>
0: every time be. he goes to a different fight, he just pops one of those fuckers in his mouth, and he chews. It sounds no, no. like basically he does a it rock. Three times in a single fight, look, oh, yeah. look three like changing locations. Location. three. And senzu beans. I don't know if you've ever, you know, uh, our listeners out there who haven't watched Dragon Ball and listened to the American version of it. When you eat a senzu bean, it sounds like you are eating a fucking rock. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> It's pure energy that's also gonna heal you and make you cast more Kamehamehas. And, and yeah, you know and ruin what, your so, teeth. Like freaking <laughs> Ringy, right? He's supposed to have been alive.
2: He's supposed to be this this warrior who's been alive for what, hundreds of years or whatever?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: he specifically says you're two thousand years too early for me, so at but, least two thousand. Okay,
2: he's, he's as old
0: as Jesus, whatever. <laughs> but but uh Look, fucker, he's, he's you're two thousand and late here.
2: <laughs> but look, that that tells me that obviously everybody who's ever fought ichigo sucks okay like they (laughs) they they don't know where the vitals are It's always just a flesh wound that's that's the only explanation we got that's it it's always just a flesh wound it's just all those people on the
0: planet are just like you know they spent thousands of years only training to become more powerful shinigami and they still haven't you know figured it out Yeah, they
1: still get beaten by this dude who's been a Shinigami for, like, three days.
2: Right, (laughs) right. That's some bullcrap. I'm
1: I'm literally in a section of the story right now. It's the one where Yoroichi is teaching Ichigo how to use Bankai. So uh, I've seen my first Bankai in the series, and we're moving towards battles being about Bankai, which I'm Mm -hmm. excited about because those are good fights. But she literally takes him away from being, like at death's door and she removes him from a situation where he is at death's door and then heals him he runs off and gets himself back to death's door basically <laughs> in a single chapter and she has to take him away again and then she's like the only way you can win this fight is if you learn Bonkai, and you have three days to do it and it usually takes 10 years so let's go yeah okay. i do that shit all the time hey, wait wait with that that fight you're talking about is that the one when he was fighting kenpachi uh, yeah, he. it's at the yeah. end of the Kenpachi fight, she rescues him, and then oh, okay. he flees pretty much as soon as she heals him. He gets some like weird wing thing that takes him to the bridge where Byakuya is, and Byakuya oh, downs yeah. him again. And yes. then Yoroichi takes him, and she's like, if you're going to fight Byakuya, you have to have Bonkai." and then that's where I am in the story. <laughs>
2: and All that's right. where you get stabbed a thousand times, but anyway, let's... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, which does
1: happen to him, but he's fine. Yes.
0: Of course. All right, so bringing it back to the movie, some shit happens y'all you if you want to know the the plot of the movie uh the in a really compressed format of it um it is the first arc of the anime or manga. I would say that my biggest takeaways from the movie itself um just because we don't have like a ton of time to go over all of it, but yeah. I would say like I I was left um, kind of wanting to just tell people that watch this movie, don't start with this, start with the anime that tells it better, and then watch this if you're in the mood for watching a uh, a live-action fan fiction version of it.
2: Yes. And, and you know what, let, let me jump, piggyback on that. The reason why, and I was saying this at the beginning of this podcast, the reason why people love this Live action adaptation is not so much that it's the best, you know, live action they've ever seen. It's just that it's not complete crap. Yeah. They are basing it based off of all the crap that we've had before this. There's the, the uh, what you call it, Dragon Ball Evolution, Avatar, friggin' uh, Death Note. It, there are just so many bad live. Act- oh, God, we're gonna have action. to watch
0: Death Note sometime. Yeah, no, there's we're two not. of them, by we're the way. We're never gonna watch it, Blake. There's we're two never of them. gonna. We'll watch the i Jap- I'll yes, watch the two. Japanese version, but I will never watch the American one. Oh I will yeah, never the American version has Willem Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, but yeah.
2: So, so people are basing this movie. They're comparing it to that. So they're not really. I feel like most people who are, are rating this anime, they're not or, or, or movie. They're not so much. Uh, rating it or judging it based on its own merits, they're mm-hmm. judging it against everything they've seen thus far. Yeah. So it's kind of hard if you if you've you know seen so many really bad live action adaptations to really look at this thing as its own you know standing on its own two feet. Yeah. And, Do you well, any, yeah. so?
1: But. I haven't, you know. I've, I've oh seen yeah, track yeah. Ball so, so it's perfect. Which...
2: It's perfect that you're actually reviewing it and saw it, so you don't yeah. have that you know, all that that other crap to compare it to. So yeah.
1: But I've got to say, I liked this. I had a yeah. really good time watching it. I thought yeah. it was a perfectly reasonable adaptation of the story. Yeah, I, I think that its probably biggest flaws are in sort of pacing where it just blitzes through things. It's telling, yeah. it is telling, I think a larger portion of story than it should have. Yeah. Uh, it, if they really wanted to fit in the Renji byakia stuff, they needed to cut out some stuff. And there, there are some things that they cut out sort of implicitly. That is weird. Like, they do the whole thing where Uryu breaks the hollow lure. I was
2: going to say that, too. Yeah. 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 So
1: there's a section of the story when Uryu, who is the best done character, I think, as far as, like, looking like he does in the the Uh, manga and the anime. Yeah,
0: super close.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's the same. You're like, yeah, that's Uryo for sure.
0: Yeah. Versus like
1: Orihime, who's just like a Japanese girl. And you're yeah. like, who is this? Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: uh, well, I will say, I, I what's his name uh, too? Uh, Urahara is actually done really well too.
1: He looks good. Yeah. The, Rukia and Orihime are probably the farthest from their anime counterparts. Uh. You can tell that Chad is Chad. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah.
1: For sure. <laughs>
0: Look at Chad. Who's the brooding guy in the corner? Well, obviously Chad,
1: <laughs> the dude with the like messy ass hair who yes. looks a little tanner than everybody else. That's Chad.
0: Isn't <laughs> yeah. he supposed uh, to be like a,
2: a big Mexican guy in the anime? He yeah. is half
1: Mexican, half Japanese.
0: Yeah. So
2: what is he in this movie?
0: He is, is definitely he just, just bl- a Japanese guy that has more spray tan on than everybody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
2: think he's just Japanese, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that guy's Mexican. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, there's a there's a, uh, a couple of sections of the story that they skip over. So they hint at Chad and Orihime having powers, but they don't actually show it. And that does happen during the sequence that I was referencing a second ago, which is Uryu challenges Ichigo. He wants to find out who is the strongest among them. Yeah. And he does this by setting up a competition of who can kill the most hollows. Mm-hmm. And he, he has this thing called a hollow lure that basically causes uh, like hundreds of hollows to converge on their location. Mm-hmm. Um, the story in the main series is that they, they spend a while going around and dealing with the hollows and um this is the moment in the story when Chad and Orihime first manifest their powers because they are confronted by hollows and Ichigo and Uryu are not there to stop them. And then it culminates in a battle where Ichigo and Uryu have to team up together to fight the Menos Grande, who I was so excited to see and who does not make an appearance.
2: Yes. I was looking for it. I wanted to see one of those things too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I,
0: I also, I also had a moment where like I, I I really was bummed out that they didn't flush out at all the relationship between um, between Oryu and uh, Ichigo because like yeah. that's one of my favorite anime friendship like frenemies of all time. Yeah, like they they just didn't spend enough time, and that I think that's one of the things that gets me the most with it too. Is that if you're gonna do an anime adaptation, you really have one of three choices. You can completely rip off and not do any of the original stuff and just call it the thing, a la Dragon Ball. Um, you can uh, uh, stick to the source material, but have to shove everything in into a very tight like window, um, a la this movie. Or, I, I don't know if I've ever seen this before done in a good way, but it was definitely done in a way, um, which was Ghost in the Shell, which is yeah. remain true to the world, but change the plot. Yes. And yes. that is what happened in Ghost in the Shell. I think yeah. the problem with Ghost in the Shell was that they whitewashed it too much. But yeah. that being said, that movie was not complete garbage from a standpoint of like, you know, making a movie. It was complete garbage in the way that it just did not do a good job at casting or you know, mostly casting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that, that's, it's probably mostly casting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Scarlett Johansson had no fucking right to be in that movie, but <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man. I think that this is one of the things that I'm, I'm kind of bummed out that they haven't figured out the, uh, the way to do it. But that being said, they haven't been making anime movies for that long in comparison to superhero movies and yeah. superhero movies took until what until fucking iron man to figure it out or the yeah. first the first spider-man with Tommy mcguire i guess is good um but like
1: yeah but they're you know you watch spider-man one and two those are good movies but they're good in the way that a different era was good they wouldn't yeah they don't hold up today in the same way I mean, mm. they're still good but they're much more about like this is a superhero so it's campy and there's practical effects that look fake, but they're practical, so it's okay.
0: Yeah. And that being said, this is the this is one of the closest that we've gotten to being a like a good version of it. And I think that hopefully this is the way that anime live action movies are moving towards.
1: Like yeah, well- uh, we have Detective Pikachu coming out this year.
0: Yeah, for fucking <laughs> real. Like that's that's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, hope that, it's good. Yeah, and people
2: were uh, what's who's the dude? I, I forgot his name. Who's uh, Deadpool? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. People were talking so much crap, but then after a while, you see that a whole lot of people start coming around. It's like actually, this is probably going to be really good. And you know what? <laughs> it just
1: looks good.
2: Oh yeah, and, and the thing is, you know, with uh, superhero movies becoming a big thing, anime movies. You know, live action and adaptations becoming a big thing. It's just showing that these things, these, you know, anime, uh, comic books, all that kind of stuff, where you used to be called a nerd, right? And it really wasn't mainstream. Now all this stuff is becoming mainstream.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Being a nerd is cool now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And anime is becoming more seasonal, too. Like you had the winter season, summer season, spring season, whatever. So it's becoming this mainstream thing. That Hollywood and other movie uh, studios and all that kind of stuff, they're all picking up on it. This is something that people like. This is something that we should – that can make us money. And now it's becoming this big thing that everybody likes. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so w- if
1: you were able to do a good big-budget adaptation of an anime, you could get fans oh. because th- I know there are a lot of people who don't like anime style. Or they don't yeah. like some of the conventions, like the fan service or the comedy. But they they might like those stories because they like those kinds of stories in other media. Yeah, and it's like if you can take Full Metal Alchemist and show it to somebody and have them look past it being an anime, they might like it. But yeah, if yeah. you can't get somebody who can't look past an anime, that doesn't mean that they don't like that story. It just means that you need to present it to them in a different
2: format. Yeah. They do have the Full Metal Alchemist live action on Netflix. I haven't watched it. but yeah. it's... <laughs> Oh, but you know what? They do have another big budget, like multi-million dollar uh, anime adaptation coming out. I think it's called little little. Alita, Battle Angel, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With, it, that uh, looks Christoph fan. Waltz. That looks fan-freaking-tastic, man.
0: I hope it doesn't suck. I, oh, yeah. I I have watched, yeah. like, three previews of it. And one of the things that got me about it, and this is the same thing with, like, that movie that came out recently that had, like, all of the countries are also cars for some reason. Um, It was, like, I can't remember the name of it. It was done by the same guy. Peter Jackson did it. Um, oh,
1: uh, the Mortal Engines?
0: Yes. So the first three previews of it like, were as follows. The first preview was hype as fuck. It looked super good, and I was like really excited about it. Then the second trailer came out, and I was like, okay, I'm watching the people acting in this a little bit more, and I'm hearing them talk, and now I'm a little bit worried about it. And <laughs> then I watched the last trailer, and it was like that two and a half minute with a little bit of sneak preview footage on it and i was like oh this is gonna be bad and then it came out and i was like rotten tomato score of a 35 okay nice um Sheesh, and, i
1: didn't even know that had come out already i know and <laughs> I then
0: know. i saw the same thing with like uh the battle uh, battle angel and i saw the first preview and i was like this looks hype as fuck and then i saw the second preview and i heard them talking and i was like this looks good and then i saw the third preview that just came out and i i, I watched it when um I was watching the previews that came out with Glass at the same time. And I Uh was like, oh, this looks good. And this preview, I wish I hadn't seen because it gives away some of the badass moments. And I was like, I think this is going to be a fucking legit movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's going to be
1: fun for anime fans, almost certainly. Like, I'm not familiar with the source material, but you can tell that it's an anime adaptation. Oh, yeah. And it, like... I got to say I had a different journey with it. When it first previewed, I was like that looks a little weird and I don't know if I'm into it. And the yeah. more I've seen the trailers, the more I've excited I've gotten.
2: All and right. now
1: I'm actually looking forward to it. But I I think it's going to have some cool anime brawls and I'm I'm pretty pumped.
2: So Yeah, so uh, that that movie just um quick quickly um I feel like it's them trying to Uh, This is how an anime character would seem like in the real world with her big eyes. You know how anime characters characteristically Mm. have massive eyes and Mm. they kind of try to translate that into this world, into this movie. I was like, okay, that actually doesn't look too creepy (laughs) Like when you think about it. In the real world, if you had eyes that huge, it'd be really creepy. But uh, they they did it. Pretty good job. Of that I feel like that's They're how really we're walking be the
1: uncanny valley line there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So okay, my my last two takeaways because we're we're running tight on time here. Um, I I also think that there are about three other adaptations that I want to see coming up, and one of them Blake will know is coming for sure. Um, the first one is something that is already happening, and I want it to be good. And uh, it's the Cowboy Bebop live action um yeah <laughs> i want it to be good more than anything else in the whole fucking world but i yes. i take it with a whole block of salt oh um, yeah the second one that i uh think will get made and i am surprised if, i would be surprised if they don't try to make an american like an actual american version of it would be um my hero academia um mm, yeah and, for like, sure It's he says the United States of smash like (laughs) like come on if you can get that in the United States. Anyways the last one that I want to be made into a movie more than anything else. It's because I fucking love fantasy movies that are done really well and I think this is a movie that they could do it with is fucking made in the abyss. I want that to be made into a live-action movie so fucking bad. It's yeah, but
1: then you have to have good child
2: actors.
0: Uh, don't, don't don't worry well they'll they'll
2: start they'll start casting early okay they'll find someone i'm
1: sure i mean there are plenty of good child actors i'm not trying to insinuate that they don't exist i'm just saying especially <laughs> yeah. for an anime adaptation unless you get a big studio backing it that is a tall
0: order yeah yeah. Sir. <laughs> yeah so um what would what would be your uh like your top list of things you would want to be made into another live action movie uh, for anime,
2: oh man, well, my favorite anime in the world is Claymore, for sure, so I definitely want that to be made into a live action. Oh, yeah. it's just because there's a i feel like because movies tend to focus on beautiful women, right? you don't really have too many ugly women in movies, not to not to um, put anyone down or anything, but they tend to you focus really on have beauty. Many ugly
1: people in movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in,
2: in general. In general. So so I feel like Claymore, they probably just have a cast of really hot blondes oh, slaying fuck, monsters. Man. So man,
0: <laughs> fucking like Furiosa is one of the Claymore? <laughs> fuck man. Like Charlize oh, yeah. Theron can do that shit. Oh yeah, yeah man.
2: If we get a whole lot of hot blondes killing monsters. I'll be happy with that. <laughs> um man. I but, think uh yeah.
1: I I know they've done a Japanese one, but they need they need a big studio to do a good duology or trilogy of Fullmetal Alchemist. That's just yes, a story that yes. you can boil down into two to yes. three film plots.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it is set in Europe, so you can deftly dodge around all of the whitewashing issues because yes. it is a European
2: story.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, most definitely. Yeah. Okay. So our last takeaway is from uh Bleach the Live Action movie that we didn't cover a ton of plot of, but I would say yeah, we, we really covered didn't. like yeah. how you how we felt about the movie has become clear. And it kind of left it open like, look, watch the movie. It's on Netflix. It doesn't cost you any money cuz you it's know you fun. already have Netflix.
1: <laughs> it, it's a totally fun movie, and yeah. even if you're not familiar with Bleach, you might it might serve as a good primer or it might be confusing. So if you start to feel confused, maybe put it away, go watch a few episodes of Bleach and come back.
2: Yeah, in Bleach, it it suffers from the same thing that most movies, or I should say live-action adaptations, suffer from. You typically have to be a fan of the series. Like when Tekken Blood Vengeance came out, if you didn't know anything about Tekken, you're done. Okay, that's such a confusing movie, but the uh, the action scenes are awesome, just like the Final Fantasy movies. These aren't live action, but if you don't know anything about Final Fantasy, you're done with that too. <laughs> so, but yeah. uh but with Bleach, it's the same thing to a certain extent. You do have to be familiar with it to truly appreciate the characters, the relationships that are unspoken, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, for me, uh, I just gotta say this last thing is the Ichigo Renji fight. That was dope, okay? That yeah. was straight hype. I was so- When happy he finally that fight.
1: went Shikai, I kept being like, are they gonna not do Shikai? And then he finally does it. Oh, and I was yeah. like, "All right, here we are. I'm hype." It was fun. <laughs> but, it was awesome. but he
0: didn't say "Roar, zombie Maru." You know, so he said it in the wrong order, actually. Oh, yeah. did he say <laughs> it? He, yeah, said, he, said, yeah, he said. He said, "You're gonna hear it roar," and I was like, "That's oh, all he yeah. says."
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. But he, I thought I was just waiting for that epic moment, it's like "Roar, Zombie Maru." I, I was waiting for that, and. It didn't happen, so... Look, everybody wanted
0: it to happen, and it didn't. Yeah.
2: Also, why
1: the fuck does Zabimaru roar? It's a monkey with a snake tail. Well,
2: maybe it's a baboon. Don't baboons roar or
0: something? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it's a howler monkey. There you go. Someone howls. He should have said, Screech and then throw some feces, Zabimaru. Yeah, there you go. That's about how Reggie's fights go as the the series goes on. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, It's been awesome to have you on, man. Um, We should definitely do another coverage of something in the future um, and talk about more different animes to cover the review on. Um, If people want to find uh, your podcast and find out all about your social media stuff, can you tell them where to find you?
2: Yeah, so basically I'm on a platform called Anchor. You can download to your phone. You go to anchor.fm. Type in what's awesome W A S A S U M on What's Awesome Anime Reviews, you follow me there. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and um, there's one other I can't think of right now, but whatever. Facebook and uh, <laughs> type in what's awesome. I have a meme page and then I just have a main page a main page where I post all kinds of just silliness all day long. So anime anime related silliness. So that's how you can find me.
0: so Well, it's been great to have you on, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks most, for coming on. Most definitely, guys. Most definitely. This was fun. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer
1: Productions.
0: With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain English Productions. He's our level six sound wizard. Level up. Our podcast is ad free, and we want to keep it that way you want to keep it that way too please consider supporting us on patreon follow us on twitter at b and s get jumped like us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash blake and spencer get jumped or talk to us on reddit at reddit.com slash r slash get jumped if you like the show please like subscribe and leave a review reviews help other listeners find our show new episodes come out every sunday on itunes google play stitcher buzzsprout or wherever you get your podcast from
1: and hey